0: Welcome to the Soul Journeys Podcast. My name is Jennifer Longmore, and I am founder of the number one Akashic Record training school in the world. As a seasoned lightworker and ascension worker, I want to bring you the show to provide you with the divine guidance and tools that you need as a lightworker and change agent to navigate this great awakening. So if that is something that you're craving, then you have come to the right place. Think of this High Vibe podcast as your guide to the changes that we're seeing in the world so that you can be supported in navigating the new paradigm. Leave it to me to provide you with the divine tools, resources, and experts that will support you in navigating this once-in-a-lifetime epic event. Thank you for pressing play. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Soul Journeys Podcast. You are in the right place if you are eager to receive tips and tricks and insights about how to navigate the Great Awakening. Really excited that you're here and want you to know that you're not alone. I'm glad you found your way here. Many, many people are going through an astounding amount of energies to process, myself included, And it's definitely an interesting ride, isn't it? So today, I want to share with you about how to recognize uh, ascension symptoms. There are many. I'm kind of pulling them together in seven or eight ascension symptoms that would be pretty common. And these will appear each time we go through an upgrade, each time we're calibrated to a new frequency, either our own personal frequency or the frequency on the planet. And we know there's a lot of light portals opening up on the planet, a lot of portals that have already been opened that are getting a mass infusion of light. And so the planetary energy is vibrating much higher. For those of us that are attuned to the light, we're going to be feeling that exponentially. And so we're going to be uh, processing and integrating uh, and assimilating those energies. And then, of course, as I mentioned, any of the personal work we're doing, which really has a lot to do with what we're shedding, right? Uh, a lot of the illusions, a lot of the programs, a lot of the hooks and chords and vows and things that were going on in this lifetime and any other lifetimes that we've brought in here and any other past lives that have been activated, like Atlantis, like Lemuria, which are very common for people to be talking about right now we don't need to go back in the past but we do want to bring forward the wisdom from those times that's also applicable to now and we're going to talk about that in other episodes so i know that probably piqued your interest if you're here (laughs) you probably have a strong uh cellular memory from one or both of those lifetimes and um so we're going to break those down as we go along in this show, uh, not in this episode, but in future episodes. Today, though, we want to start with how do I know? Because we have a tendency, we are very good, and we learn this as a child, that when in doubt, it must be my fault. When something goes wrong at home, it probably has something to do with something I did or didn't do. And we unconsciously bring those patterns forward into adulthood, and I want to help I don't know if normalize is the right word because that word just no longer feels like it's even resonating with where we're going. Uh, but what's a good word to use? The, uh, it, it just becomes ingrained, right? It becomes a default pattern to unconsciously operate from a place of will it be my fault will i be accused of it being my fault what did i do wrong here and so when we have ascension symptoms we do the same thing or we're at least prone to the same thing which is to look at them in isolation and make it about the food we ate or make it about a person we just hung around with or a thought we just had and how maybe it dipped our vibe you know things like that and while that may be true you know that's not out of the realm of possibility, when these ascension symptoms persist, and you're going to experience them intensely for at least a 48-hour period, but sometimes they can be low-grade for, you know, six to eight weeks, uh, depending on how long it takes for the cells to kind of regenerate and um, integrate and assimilate the new frequency. So let's talk about this today. I have a lot of episodes planned for you around ascension, uh, understanding the deprogramming programming process, uh, how to understand the astral influences right now, uh, and how, it, how it merges with your ascension symptoms. So we're going to cover as much as we can possibly cover, uh, in this pod, you know, in the future podcast together. But today we'll just break it down with these seven or eight sort of main ascension symptoms that you're likely going through. It's interesting because I wrote a lot of articles about this. I don't know. I'm going to say at least 10 years ago. And um, because we were preparing for 2012 at that time and there was a lot of calibration. And so I, I kind of view 2012 almost as the door that opened, the portal that opened to what we're experiencing right now. We needed a significant amount of time from that opening to kind of get our ducks in order. And I can speak for myself and maybe you can relate that uh, I would have liked to have had my ducks a little more in order before this great awakening, but it is what it is. And if we look at this strictly as a spiritual experience, we know that we never call anything to us that we can't handle, even if it feels overwhelming, even if it feels uncomfortable, even if it feels like what in the world is happening. So we were built for this moment. That's that's sort of a tenant of what holds this information together as we journey through these various podcast episodes together, that uh, we chose to be here at this time, even if we forgot, and we were made for this. I really want us all to remember that we were made for this time. If we look back to how our past conditioned us for this moment, the experiences we had, the heartbreaks we had, the wins that we had, all of it, right, prepared us for this moment. So, congratulations, I guess. <laughs> that, that may or may not be the right way to uh, acknowledge that. But honestly, I, I know I don't have to tell you that this is not for the fame of heart. So uh, it's in the spirit of that that I want to share this information. So let's dive in. We're going to talk about some things that'll be pretty common. And you don't have to have all of them. Usually with Ascension Symptoms, we have maybe you know, two or three common ones. If you have all of them? Nothing wrong with that. You're not falling apart. If anything, you you're coming together, right? Because we're just dismantling all of the constructs and beliefs and patterns that treated us to be, you know living in the world a certain way and perceiving the world a certain way. <clears throat> so the first thing that will be common, is uh, any aches and pains and nigglies in the body, just discomfort, sort of low-grade throbs or cricks and cracks in our joints, and um, almost feeling like you're going through growing pain. A lot of neck pain, and, you know, the back of our head, we, not in our crown, but the back of our head, uh, sort of in the middle, that's where we download a lot of cosmic information that's where we connect in it's almost like uh, an etheric gold and silver telephone cord that's attached there where we get our information and when we download a lot it's almost like it gets congested in there or constipated in there and it can create things like shoulder pain and neck pain um, sort of low-grade headaches and so on that's just one example Uh, the other thing is that we are trying to land a spaceship in, let's say for me, a runway that's five seven. <laughs> and if you think about the impact of that, right? So each time we calibrate our frequency and we're getting new frequencies, everything in the body has to adjust, starting with what's called an ATP adjustment, basically the molecules and the sugar and, the chemicals and so on that come together to form our cells and form the electricity in our cells and then the RNA communicates that through the body and back to the cells. And I'm no scientist, right? I'm just trying to give you the layperson's guide <laughs> to what that means. So uh so it's almost like the body gets a uh, theric stretch marks basically that has to adapt to the new way of being and the cool thing about our bodies, the cool thing about our higher self, the cool thing about those of us that are awake on this path, we already know how to do this. Our cellular memory is so easily programmed and uh, unconsciously adaptable to this. It just knows what to do. Not to mention that the guides, and I speak about this in the Council of Right Membership, which I'll mention a little bit later, One of the groups that I channel for this cancel of Light membership on how to navigate the Great Awakening are the Arcturians. The Arcturians created the human race. They know how to calibrate our bodies. Uh, They know how to calibrate our conditioning and our physical vessels to be able to navigate exactly what we're going through and also to be able to adapt through interference. And When you think back to when microwaves were first introduced, that was you know, interesting on the body when you look at vaccines and the chemicals that we're aware of in vaccines that actually do harm <clears throat> on their own. And I'm I'm not going to get into a big vaccine debate because I'm I'm not necessarily, well, now I am anti-vaccine for sure, knowing what I know. But up until the Great Awakening, I actually was just pro-choice. I've had to get a few vaccines over the years uh, for job-related things. But uh, anyways, the chemicals that we now know and the materials we now know are in there can do harm, independently, let alone together. And yet, our bodies, although taxed, for sure, in some instances, know how to calibrate through that and how to adjust through that. So these aches and pains and nigglies do subside, for sure, uh, the, the easiest way to move through any of these Ascension symptoms is just to ask the guides to create easy uh, alignment with with the Ascension vibes and to do it in a way that's even better than you could have hoped for or imagined. So that way you avoid any healing crises and any uh, bumps in the road. And we have headaches. Not un- uncommon some of this is because people from your current circle that aren't willing to grow are trying to cord you and hold you back. They won't know that they're doing it, but they just are really trying to will you to stay with them and, and stay in their comfort zone rather than calibrating to where you're going. So it's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just it's something that is you know, in the realm of possibilities. But additionally, as I mentioned, we can have a constipation of downloads and so on. And then the other thing is we have to drink more water. Water is really going to be in support of our electrolytes. We are made mostly of water. And what ends up happening, I know this can happen for me, but I hear this from a lot of people as well, is that it's kind of counterintuitive where when we are going through an ascension upgrade, we actually just don't feel as inclined to drink water sometimes not even drinking anything or even a day or two. But so this is the time we actually need to drink more water because we, we need to create the conductors of the body, basically water being one of them that allows for the, the vitality to flow through the body and allows for the upgrade. So in some instances, it can literally be dehydration from the body working overtime and sort of burning off more water, than normal so always great to drink a little more water if you can during these times where you're aware that you're going through some sort of ascension. we kind of just know <laughs> we know something's off we can't put our finger on it it's not unlike mercury retrograde a lot of times where if we're not paying attention to it but we start having repeated um you know glitches with computers and stuff that we say hey i should probably check to see if Mercury's in retrograde All right. One of the other symptoms we'll have is having big jolts or bolts of energy running through our energy field, running through our body, almost feeling like you have some sort of attention issue, right, feeling bouncy and restless. Restlessness, I guess, would be the best way to describe it. And nothing seems to calm that restlessness down, and it feels weird. It might feel like you're overly caffeinated or something like that. Uh, and, and feeling a general buzz. So either feeling a lot more ringing in your ears, feeling a lot more buzz at the top of your crown. Again, that will subside. Having more of an emotional roller coaster is another symptom. So moving from immense joy for the world or feeling a big love bubble <clears throat> for yourself or other people and then all of a sudden dipping into exhaustion and despair and depression and not making light of those at all because they don't feel good. I get it. But if you're riding a bit of an emotional roller coaster, rather than making yourself wrong, rather than dissecting what needs to be fixed within you, because again, that's what we tend to do as I mentioned, just ask your higher self. Are these Ascension symptoms? And if they are, then ask your guides to transmute them. Another thing that can happen, very, very common among lightworkers, I can actually dedicate a whole show to this, and I actually might do that now. <laughs> saying this out loud. Uh, and, and this comes from me doing over 30,000 Akashic Record readings. So I, I've just talked with way too many people, way too many lightworkers that actually don't want to be here. They feel like they came here begrudgingly or out of a sense of duty or responsibility, or they just had forgotten, you know, why they came here and they've spent their whole life with one foot in and one foot out. So one foot on the planet and one foot at home, wherever home is, whatever planet that is, or galaxy. And uh, and it's really hard to manifest because our energy is divided. It's hard to date. It's hard to uh, run a business. It's hard to do a lot of things when our energy is split. This is by no means making one wrong. It's just that uh, our energy needs to be fully embodied in any project that we're moving forward out into the world. And um, a lot of people just, you know, they get on this planet and they look around and they think, oh, my goodness, what are all these aliens? <laughs> and what are they talking about and why do they do what they do and why is there murder and why is there pollution and why is there starvation and why is there racism and why is there sexism and I go on and on about the isms and the the injustices and so on. It just doesn't make sense to someone when they're still operating through the rose-colored glasses and their spiritual lens. We all do that, especially those that have a strong angelic vibe. So when we come here, it seemed like a good idea, right, when we were sitting around the campfire and the ethers, bowling with our soul family, roasting their marshmallows, <laughs> and chuckling over who was going to play what role when we got here, and who was going to be the villain, and who was going to be the, the savior, and all the things, right, all the roles. And then we get here and we forget that. And uh, because it can feel isolating and because we can feel misunderstood then we're not entirely sure that we want to be here and i'm going to dedicate an episode to how to deal with folks that basically are implying that you're wearing a tinfoil hat we're going to talk about that during the great awakening and what that means and how to navigate that on a different episode so that'll be something to look forward to if you're sitting here nodding along saying oh my goodness yes (laughs) i i'm tired of, of being here and feeling misunderstood and then on top of that being called names and being ostracized for my belief and my perception of of the current realities and where we're going. So uh, being in nature can really help with feeling homesick because there's nothing like the purity of nature to restore us to the law of one. And because nature has an ego, there's there's a purity of truth that happens in that space and there's a purity of downloads and there's a purity of remembering who we really are and I recognize that with what's going on in the world right now it might not always be easy it might be a luxury to be in something as seemingly basic as nature right like it seems like a divine birthright we should all have access to nature and it shouldn't be impeded and yet in a lot of ways it is either by way of what's happening in the world or our our access to resources or companies that are corrupt and you know, by the land, between the road and the, the ocean, for example, so that you're trespassing if you cross it. There's all kinds of ways we can be impeded. But you know, even if it means bringing plants into your space, something that helps you restore that, and of course, uh, spending time with animals, because if you ever need to remember how to look at yourself, you simply look at, yourself through the eyes of a, of a puppy for example right that you can do no wrong with a dog everything you do is the greatest idea in the whole wide world I know that because I've had dogs for my whole life and been around dogs my whole life and other animals of course as well but dogs have that special you know thing where everything you do is the most fantastic idea in the whole entire world so uh, another thing, and again, I mentioned, we'll talk about this, relationships change. You know, yo, growth things. If you can look in your, a very common thing for ascension is to go in your closet and feel like none of your clothes resonate with you anymore. Either the colors don't resonate with you or the style. Uh, it, it can feel weird, right? Even certain foods. When I first started my ascension journey, I woke up one day just I literally was waking up to this visceral disgust I was actually throwing up in my mouth like dry heating at the thought of eating any more animal products I literally went from eating like a steak a day and eggs a day and a piece of chicken a day and whatever other you know milk and cheese and, and so on uh, to becoming vegan I just couldn't and, and to this day I can't and I don't judge anyone by the way that eats any animal products just that for me uh, my body couldn't handle the density of of that frequency. And and even going vegan wasn't enough. I ended up needing to go raw vegan for a really long time because at that time I was teaching so many ascension classes and really um, sort of high-level energy work at that time, teaching a lot of Akashic Record classes as well, doing a lot of Akashic Record readings and um, my voice was different back then <laughs> it, was, it was much higher pitched and uh you know but I, I my relationship with food changed and even now it's different I eat for nutrition I just food is medicine I don't need it to taste good I mean, it's nice if it tastes good but I don't need it to taste good and uh but my my clothes changed and of course my relationships changed And that's okay. It's definitely, when we go through Ascension, it's definitely a lesson in attachment, right? Having to release attachment to our things, to the relationships that we thought we had, and or giving ourselves permission to move in different directions. It's not even that we're above or below anyone, where they're above and below us. It's just that the directions change. And that's okay. And sometimes we find our way back. And because there's no such thing as time and space, and the time and space continuum of all that is, Time and space don't exist, right? So we still have those friends. We still have those relationships. We're just in a different type of relationship with them. So maybe we're in relationship with them through the energy of memories or pictures or thought clouds, right, or um, annual check-ins. I have a friend that I was super close with, so close with. I, I never imagined in a million years that we would grow apart. And they moved across the continent. And you kind of know when that's happening, right, that as much as you say you're going to stay in touch and you're going to visit regularly and so on, that eventually things fade away. And, uh, and so that was quite some time ago. That was actually also the beginning of both of our Ascension journeys. And... And we still have a deep love for each other. That was my point. And we still check in with each other. We don't need to talk all the time. We probably connect in about once a year. And there's a great love and appreciation for each other. And especially the roles that we played in each other's journey. So there's no need to make each other wrong. We simply both needed to honor the paths that were calling us. So... Relationships can change. Our relationship with food can change. Our wardrobe, uh, our hobbies and activities, so much can change. And that can feel a little bit overwhelming for sure because the one thing we have, the one thing that can ground us are things like our wardrobe. That's the one thing we can count on is going into our wardrobe and seeing things we like and easily being able to find something we want or certain foods, certain friendships, etc. And in Ascension, that can sometimes change. The other Ascension symptom that we have is unusual sleep patterns. There was a point in my life, probably for about a year and a half, where without even trying, no alarm, I would wake up every morning at 4.44, 4.45, which is a very uh, pristine and and sort of divine time to wake up. It's when a lot of monks and so on will meditate. If, If you get up, if you've ever gotten up at that time, you know there's something really special to it there there's a silence there's like a a spiritual silence at that time that's very holy (laughs) very sacred and um and so that was happening but the same is true with feeling a lot of astral travel and also feeling like you're getting a lot of visitation at night whether it be from or whether it be from other beings getting a lot of messages, getting worked on, getting downloaded. So if you're you're restless while you're sleeping or you just feel like there's a lot happening, it will pass. And you can also direct your guides to smart up, basically, and to stop doing that and to allow you to rest and to ask them to bring another very easy way for you to receive what you need without it needing to disrupt your sleep. Because the reality is... During ascension, we actually are going to sleep more. That's another symptom: is that we're going to be more tired, even if we're not aware of it. There's either like an energetic fatigue, an emotional fatigue, fatigue, or or a mental fatigue. And because we're highly sensitive during an, uh, an ascension upgrade, essentially then uh, the sleep is really what allows us to calibrate and to heal and to integrate. So if you're sleeping more than normally normal way or just feeling more tired, the water can definitely help because it, it tends to give us energy. There's obviously certain things that you probably already know what to do to give yourself more energy. But again, know that that, that will pass. So there'll be other things too. You'll just not be able to you know, listen to certain noises anymore. Maybe certain music just won't vibe with you. Uh, years ago, again, when I was deep into my ascension process, I had to give away my TV. Now that I know what I know, I can see why my guides were adamant that I got rid of my TV. But the, there'll be so much that you'll you'll resonate with that's new or deepen your resonance with it. And of course, with anything, when we're stepping into a new journey, a lot of things need to be released and to get out of the way in order to make room for the new. So it's definitely uh, a little wobbly to say the least to be in an ascension process. And like I said, each time we calibrate either to a collective frequency or uh, an individual frequency that's on an ascension path, we will go through some variation of these symptoms, but the more we are used to going through them, of course the less we feel the pain of that, so to speak. So, I hope this is helpful. As I mentioned, I do have a Council of Light membership, if you've been hearing me speak about it. The Council of Light is uh, is an energetic body of beings, ascended masters, that are very, very high up in the hierarchy of light and determining codes and ways of being. They're going to govern really powerful things like universal laws, like ascension processes, and so on. So the Council of Light membership includes these high beings of the highest order, Arcturians, which created the human uh, race, important for them to come through. They over, also oversee the Akashic Records, which I have been using and teaching for a really long time. And so there's additionally messages that come through that. So between getting messages for how to navigate the human experience, uh, the records being all the divine truth and love and, and providing us guidance and shattering illusions and show, so on, showing us the truth, what's actually going on and how we need to show up in that, and then, of course, the Council of Light giving us the 5D perspective of what they're taking care of and what it's our job to take care of. I don't have a sales page for that because initially it was uh, invitation only. But if you reach out to clientcare at souljourney.ca, you will get, uh, as a listener of the podcast, you will get a monthly discount for each month that you are in the group. Everyone else pays 44 a month. You will pay 33 a month. or if you decide to go with an annual membership, you pay only 2.97. And that's for the entire year of weekly messages, activations, clearings, quantum healing, and so on for navigating this great awakening. So just go ahead and email my team, clientcareatsoldrearnings.ca. If this speaks to you, we'll send you the special links, get you all set up, and welcome you in. This isn't a process that you want to go through alone, so I hope you join us. And until next time, I hope you have a fantastic day. Bye for now. Thank you. So much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you learned today, I would love for you to share with your friends by leaving a review so that more people can learn of the show and be impacted by the information we're sharing here. If you aren't already following me on social media, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Jennifer Longmore. And I'd also love for you to visit my website, www.souljourneys.com dot ca and claim your free soul acceleration system while you're there you'll become a vip recipient of my ever popular daily messages from the akasha delivered to your inbox each day with love and namaste